0: Friday night. Fight now for Trump's victory because we all know this ballot count is corruption like they are. So let us not back down. Let us fight this fight as if it is our last fight on earth. As Muhammad Ali said, it's not over till
2: the last punch you have. That's right. It may be Friday. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. show, Friday night edition. But the fight ain't over. It ain't over just because it's Friday at 6 p.m. It's not over because the week is over and it's not going to be over regardless of whether or not some governor in Georgia decides to certify an illegal election. And we are going to continue to fight right here. And we're going to continue to fight. Our show is every night from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. here on The Answer. But I'm also going to continue to fight out in my community and in other ways. And I encourage you to do so. As well. In fact, every one of us should be as committed to the fight, as determined to not be intimidated, as determined to take our country back, the United States of America back for those who voted for freedom as Sidney Powell. And I just quoted her there. Thank you for joining us tonight. We're going to try to have a little fun as we mix into uh, the show tonight. We're going to have a Hear of the Week and Stink of the Week later. At the bottom half of the show, we've got our buddy Bob Walters who's going to be here. You think you know what's happening in the schools. You think you know what's going to happen in this country if Joe Biden is allowed to be put it, placed into the White House via fraud. It, 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 they, you, did you really believe they wanted some healing? Wait till y'all hear what they got planned just in the schools alone. So Bob will be here at the bottom half of the hour. We've got an update here in California on the lawsuit on Gavin Newsom that was successful from a state legislator named Kevin Kiley. And there's an update on that. And the lawsuit was successful in that a judge ruled that Gavin Newsom did not have... Uh, the right to issue executive orders, as he has done, uh, exploiting coronavirus, including the mail-in ballots. And there's an update on that case. And so Kevin Kiley will be here after the first break to give us an update on that. And, of course, we would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. I especially want to hear your Hero of the Week and your Stink of the Week. 888-344-1170. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. Parlor at Andrea K. Show. We're streaming live on Facebook right now in The Answer San Diego and in our private little group, Caniacs. And I know the man who's fighting every night of the week right here along with me as well as out in the community. And it is none other than DJ Potato Skins.
0: Today I'm proud to announce one of the most important deals in the history of U.S. industries. My administration has reached a historic agreement with a great American DJ DJ Potato Skins.
3: Thank you, Mr. President. It's always an honor to be on your side uh, each and every day. And I'm just saying it now, Andrea, because it it just can't wait. The hero of the week and the person that I think has just done a bang-up job for President Trump in fighting the fight is Rudy Giuliani. And the stink of the week is anybody who thinks that this election is over and was done fairly. Shame on you.
2: Yeah. Ooh, laying down, throwing, throwing it down right at the top of the show. I still got punches. Yeah. And without your MAGA hat, did you hear that the head of the La Jolla Country Day School? I mean, we could walk to it from here right now. Literally, it's practically around the corner from us that this head dude, Kron, by the way, K-R-A-H-N. He's the head of the school. I tried calling. I couldn't get through there earlier. He actually put out a video to justify the fact that he sent an email around. We've got Bob coming up later, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this right now. But i got to tell you, San Diegans, this is where we're at in this country. Uh, he, he went and ca- called some kid into his office and told him that MAGA hat he had on was a symbol of racism and not acceptable. And that we're, we're te- here to teach character, this dude said.
3: Not that it matters, but I'm curious. How old was the kid?
2: Uh, uh, Teenage. Teenager. it's horrible. High school. Absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. Uh, So if you're listening, Mr. Cron, um, we might have some words next week because I'm going to be calling you. Okay. um, We have yet to hear there was a lawsuit that was filed on behalf of four businesses here in San Diego uh, in order to... um, Because we have moved from... Um, Governor Newsom's Mussolini's purple tier to the red tier. Of course, there's no rhyme or reason to any of these restrictions on lockdowns or, the, or his choice of colors from his crayon kit.
3: Andre, remember, um, COVID comes out at night.
2: Yeah, COVID. <laughs> at, specifically at 10.01. At 10.01 p.m. Kevin Sorbo has been shredding uh, Gavin Newsom, by the way, with this 10 o'clock thing. So a lawsuit was filed on behalf of four businesses. Bless their hearts. I mean, this. I wanted to have some fun on Friday Funday, but it literally breaks my heart the businesses in San Diego County went to a judge to ask for permission to be able to operate. You know where your permission is business owners it's the u s constitution and in god and it, 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 yeah. Our, well, our rights come from God. Our rights do not come from man. This is the perfect example of why they wanted to remove God from state or replace God with state, because they want you to believe that your rights come from man, that you got to go in and ask a judge if you can go and operate your business that you paid for. Government didn't pay for your business. Government didn't take out the loans. Government ain't paying for your insurance. Government ain't paying your your accounts payable. And you they've gone in and begged not to even fully reopen, just to get back to the last color tier. That's how pathetic we have gotten in this country in terms of, and I'm not trying to shame the businesses my heart breaks for them. I would probably be doing the same thing there, but what I would rather they be doing is is reopening without any because right now these restaurants that that are now shut down, um if they called themselves a strip club, they'd be able to be open. This is this isn't about a virus. This is about tyranny. And I would rather these businesses stay open and take up Vic Bajaj on his on his offer. To represent them if shady Sheriff Gore decides to show up with his goons in brown shirts and stomp on the necks of business owners. I got to get into some election stuff. So did you have a quick comment you wanted to make there, my friend?
3: Oh, just that. Seriously, let's put that offer out there real quick again from from Vic to these business owners, because it's very important that if you think that you can't do the right thing, no, you can. And you have somebody to back you up.
2: Absolutely. Bajajdefense.com. So we have yet to hear the judges ruling in this, um, but um, we encourage businesses to do what uh, uh, and I actually know businesses that are operating. They're not they're not um, succumbing to the to the tyranny. Okay, so, um, my hero of the week is going to be Sydney Powell. Um, because the heat that this woman is taking, and, and I'm sure you guys are so aware of everything that's going on. You know, you watched the press conference yesterday. You then know, I didn't watch um, what was done to her by a hit job and, and a media outlet that was actually uh, participated in the rigging of an election by calling Arizona first. Of course, I'm referring to Fox News. And the hatchet job that a formerly credible man, he lost his credibility with me a long time ago, Tucker Carlson, lied to the world last night full propaganda mode that Sydney Powell refused to offer up any evidence and that her team has said that she had offered up no evidence and there were actually conservatives out there that believed Tucker Carlson and actually started calling out Sydney today and even while they were calling out Sydney Dominion machines went on the lam they were supposed to testify today in Pennsylvania why would they why why would they not why they backed off from testifying after her press conference yesterday?
3: How convenient?
2: Yeah yeah, and how, and how strategic if anything that here's my question if you, Tucker Carlson, and anybody else out there. And there's a few conservatives on Twitter that I used to follow that are questioning her, saying she's pushing a hoax. Let me tell you, if she was pushing a hoax, why would Dominion have backed out from testifying and lawyered up? Why are they closing their offices everywhere and scrubbing their social media profiles? What they are doing is the equivalent of Scott Peterson dyeing his hair red, loading up his trunk with camping gear, guns and all kinds of cash and fake passports and making his way to Mexico before he got arrested. And it's by the way, it's called evidence of guilt. And that evidence was was substantial enough. To get Scott Peterson convicted in part, convicted and and sitting on death row, the evidence. By the way, and and, and even friends of mine, uh, it's time for us to get to get that evidence out there. Are you not aware? You went to college, right? Didn't everybody take at least one pre law class? You know, affidavits are evidence. Sydney Powell has has come out and said today that she has some ev- She has some witnesses that are so blockbuster. She needs the witness protection program. It, 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 How can you be even be questioning her at this point when Dominion is on the lam? If they had any any ounce of credibility, if you were accused of something, if you were selling a product or service and somebody was alleging fraud on your behalf, that you that like if you were Apple, you don't think that you would show up in court.
3: Especially if Dominion thinks we've done nothing wrong. These machines are valid. We'll show up and prove it, guys.
2: What an opportunity for them to shut her up. They could have if if what she's saying, what the Trump team is alleging is so false, they had an opportunity to completely destroy her in court and to shred the entire Trump team and to shut down every bit of this.
3: Silence speaks volumes.
2: It's actually evidence of guilt. You want evidence? Here's your evidence right there about Dominion. And oh, by the way, all the affidavits she has is evidence. And that's just evidence on the dominion. So Georgia, the governor, he's out there tweeting out today, this Republican, we all need the firewall of the Senate. Y'all need to help hold hashtag hold the line down here in Georgia. We are trying to hold the line for the United States of America, because if the presidential election is allowed to be stolen and in your state in which you and your Republican secretary of state cooked up a scheme to rig the election for Joe Biden with Stacey Abrams and Clinton lawyers, then you're going to rig it for the, for these Georgia senators as well. And then it won't even matter if these Georgia senators get in. Because we'll never have another legitimate election. It, it's It's just theater now. And oh, by the way, somebody recorded... This and the and the recount was an absolute sham. I said from the beginning, I want revotes, not recounts. I said from the beginning, you have polluted and contaminated the entire batch. Nobody should eat a grape off of the off of the or, uh, eat a, eat an M and M out of the bowl after the after we don't know which of the bowls which of the M and Ms have anthrax on them. You co- you co- the entire thing was a sham on the re on the recount. And um, in fact, Lynn Wood says that he has evidence. That when it came to the recount that the people down on the ground doing the recount were told that no matter what number you come up with, you got to give the original totals and throw it to Biden. Then we see a video come out today to where while President Trump legally even now has the right to to call for another recount, a huge truck from DeKalb County left the scene where they had already shredded all the ballots destruction of evidence that may end up in our favor because if they destroyed all the evidence that at this point with the evidence that we have of the dominion machine
3: expected to prove it
2: well at this point um what they could do is then then you call this one a reason why lynn wood is calling for a special uh, session of the legislature to have the legislature which is republican controlled to come in and do their job you cannot certify a fraudulent election the constitution has a process set up because our founders were just that smart. They have a process already that's been utilized twice in the past, if not three times in the past. And that is what must be followed today. And what we need to do is we need to be tweeting and putting everybody, the state legislature, the governor, the secretary of state down there on blast to do the right thing. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to speaking of state legislators. We're going to bring in Kevin Kiley from California. And uh, he's going to give us an update on what's going on with Gavin Newsom and his lawsuit against Newsom and his overreach. Um, I'm not seeing any daylight between uh, Gavin Newsom, by the way. What are you doing
3: at 10.01 p.m.?
2: 10.01 p.m., I'm going to be out and about. Sheriff Gore, you want me to tell you where I am so you can send your goons? I'd love it.
0: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E.
3: A-K, AK Dynamite and Address or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Everybody's talking about uh, New Salini, as some people are calling him, with his uh, new lockdowns. Uh, We had some businesses in San Diego that have filed a lawsuit. Must be good to be the king. Yeah, must be good to be the king. Able to eat at French Laundry. Um so uh we the state is under a curfew now that will begin uh, tomorrow night at 10 p.m. A lot of people are wondering how this is how this is happening because there was a lawsuit that was filed that uh, with a successful outcome where a judge ruled that Gavin Newsom had overstepped his bounds uh through the public health order uh and th- through it, that he was supposed to follow the legislature. You know what same thing is in Georgia, right? We've got some governors that are deciding to just uh, issue edicts instead of going through the state legislator legislatures i'm sorry legis- i can't say that word state legislators to get the laws written they're doing the it problem, themselves so I'm glad yeah you're
3: the one saying it
2: thank you so joining me now is kevin kiley he's a state legislator right from the state legislature <laughs> <laughs> and he's actually the guy who filed the lawsuit against Nick Gavin Newsom, saying that it was unconstitutional, that just because there's a coronavirus going on, he doesn't get to write law. So, Kevin, thank you for being back with me on the Andrea K show.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me back. I
2: appreciate it. Okay, so there's an update going on with this right now, isn't there?
1: Yeah, there's a lot going on, Andrea, to be honest with you. Uh, so, uh, we had our, our victory uh, against. Uh, Governor Newsom uh, finalized last Friday. Uh, The judge, Superior Court Judge Sarah Heckman, uh, issued her final ruling, uh, which determined that Governor Newsom had violated the Constitution, in fact, has done it many times, and she issued what's known as a permanent injunction, uh, which is just a court order stopping someone from doing something. In this case, stopping the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, uh, from violating the Constitution uh, by ruling the state uh, by fiat, making laws on his own. Uh, So uh, that was about to go into effect. What the governor did next was pretty amazing. Uh, The very business day after this ruling became final, uh, he rushed to the appeals court. And rather than actually doing an appeal uh, the normal way, he uh, went ahead and filed what's known as an extraordinary writ. And in this case... It's 73 pages. He has a 900-page appendix. That's four volumes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, that the very business day after this ruling became final, so they must have had all a 1,000 attorneys at the attorney general's office working on this uh, to go and just throw this at the court uh, saying, and he makes all these outrageous claims. So actually what he says that's true is he says that, you know, our the permanent injunction we got, uh, quote, thre- uh, calls into question vast swaths of the state's Emergency response and uh, threatens to invalidate dozens of his executive actions. I would actually agree with that because so much of what he has done is unconstitutional. But then the governor goes on to just engage in outright demagoguery and fear tactics, uh, saying that, you know, if there's now a fire or an earthquake, then he won't be able to respond, which is just absurd because we've had governors respond uh, throughout uh, to uh, these sort of events without any, uh, you know, issue or without becoming autocrats in the way that Kevin Newsom has. So now, the, you know, and by the way, this uh, document he filed, 73 pages, is just filled with outright falsehoods like that. I mean, things that are just easily verifiable. Uh, as false, so uh, it's just not the co- sort of conduct you'd expect from the state's governor. Although we've, it's the, con- well, <laughs> the conduct. To from we would expect,
2: yeah, yeah, we'd expect it from this guy. Didn't he stand at you after speaking of fires? Didn't he go, go on to trespass on a property to use for a photo op? You know, he and then he comes speaking of lies. He comes out lies and says, "Oh, that dinner I had at French Laundry, we were outside." Uh, then he said he had masks. I mean, it's lie after lie after lie. Yeah, um, you, know, so, um, you know. So you know, it sounds like the strategy was, well, let me just let me just throw, you know, um, practically, you know, the world's largest volume at the court to cr- maybe try to slow things down with 900 pages of crap and filler. Um, but so where does that stand now? I mean, is that strategy? And, and then to try to manipulate using emotions and panic and fear over wildfires. If you don't let me exploit the coronavirus, then I'm not going to be able to protect anybody from fires. I mean, that's just absolutely manipulative and abusive. But where, where do we You're go right. from here? Well,
1: so the uh, the court, as soon as the governor uh, pulled this stunt, uh, put out an order saying that, okay, the permanent injunction is on hold until we get your opposition. So uh, James Gallagher and I have spent the last few days just like furiously finding whatever time we could uh, to write a preliminary opposition. And we got that in uh, last yesterday. Uh, and, you know, we had to spend something like 23 pages on it. Uh, we still have to do like a full opposition uh, mm-hmm. in 10 days, but we just needed to get an opposition in front of the court uh, so they would, uh, you know, withdraw this stay and allow the permanent injunction to go into effect. Because, you know, it's truly unprecedented for a court to say, well, we're going to go ahead and, you know, let you uh, keep violating the Constitution for as long as it takes to do this appeal, and that's exactly what Governor Newsom is asking the court to do.
2: So this injunction, if it stands, uh, you said that uh, his argument was is that it's going to overturn a whole host of dozens of of decrees, I'm not executive orders, whatever you want to call it, unconstitutional right. laws, basically laws that he's written that he doesn't have the right to to do. What? How does that? What are? Which of those are in play that have to do with the lockdowns? That if this injunction happens, that you know, how does that play out for us in relation to the lockdowns?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So when the governor himself says that dozens of his orders are implicated by uh, the ruling, uh, he's apparently referring to you know among the fifty-eight executive orders that he's uh, already issued that have created new laws. Yeah, yeah, fifty-eight new (laughs) executive orders, and he's suggesting that several dozen of those uh, would. you know, be unlawful, uh, as in fact they are, under the terms of the court's decision. And then, you know, these orders have just made new laws in all different types of, you know, the California code, like uh, even the education code, the elections code, the businesses and professions code, the corporations code, the harbors and navigation code. He's just been creating laws out of whole cloth on his own without there being any legislative process. So then, what about the lockdowns then? So she has uh, a comment actually in his latest filing uh, where he addresses that. Directly, And what he says is uh, that he thinks that the injunction actually doesn't affect the lockdowns because unlike uh, most of those 58 executive orders, which rely exclusively on the Emergency Services Act uh, for his supposed authority, uh, with the lockdowns, they rely on both the Emergency Services Act and a few uh, statutes in the Health and Safety Code dealing with quarantine. So what he appears to be saying is, well, yes, the, the, uh, the injunction would knock out the Emergency Services Act to justify the lockdowns, but we still have these quarantining laws. However, if you look at the direct challenge to the blueprint that now is being uh, carried out by the Pacific Legal Foundation using our precedent, using the separation of powers theory uh, with which we won our case, they also demonstrate in that suit how the lockdowns are not justified by the quarantine laws either
2: well yeah if they if they're not justified in you don't get to break the constitution over here but not over here
1: right well that's right well so the the reason that the governor's conduct uh has been unconstitutional is that there is no statute there's no uh law passed by the legislature that allows them to do it right so if the legislature has passed a law saying that you can do something uh, then the Governor can go ahead and execute that law,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but the problem is when there 's no law at all, and the Governor just starts making things up on his own that 's why that 's when it becomes unconstitutional when you can 't point to a particular mm-hmm. piece of legislation that allows him to do this now there's also some things that are unconstitutional, you know, whether or not the legislature uh, has done it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, you know, those are some of the challenges that you see that are based on like the due process clause and that sort of thing. But our challenge is specifically about the separation of powers.
2: Quick question for you, if you can answer it quickly. There's a recall Gavin Newsom effort going on right now. And somebody asked me, um, is there it would it be quicker if he's done unconstitutional acts that have been confirmed by a judge? What about an impeachment process?
1: Well, so we actually don't have that in California, um, I don't believe. Uh, Other states I know uh, have an impeachment uh, mechanism, uh, but I don't believe that exists uh, here. So the only option for removing a governor midterm is the recall.
2: Gotcha. All right. Well, thank you so much. We're going to let you get back to it. you got a, you got a lot of work to be doing on our behalf, and we just appreciate so much the, <laughs> what, you're, what you're doing. And uh, you're quite the young snapper. and thank you um, for trying to hold an out-of-control guide in check. And we appreciate well, I'm doing
1: it. what I can, and, uh, you know, we're all in this together, though. And I think that uh, as bad as things are right now, and this is the worst week yet for a lot of folks, I know, I think that Governor Newsom's uh, autocratic grip on our state is more tenuous than it's ever been. So we've just got to keep fighting.
2: Absolutely. And thank you for, for all that you do. Appreciate it. All right, all right. now y'all stay tuned because coming up we got somebody else who's in the fight and it's our buddy, our friend Bob Walters is going to be here with uh, a story at a New York City and the schools. Y'all will probably believe it but you may not even believe this. So come on back.
0: Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K, Kay. spelled K A Y E.
3: Andrea K bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It's all over the news tonight about this local school head from La Jolla Country Day calling some kid into into the school and calling him a racist uh, for wearing a MAGA hat. But if you think that's an ugly story, wait till you hear what my man Bob Walters is here to share with us tonight. And he joins me now. Hello, my friend.
4: Hello. Good to see you.
2: Well, thank you, you too. What you got yeah, for us?
4: You know, you keep thinking you can't find any further leftist propaganda going on in the schools. And yet here in the biggest school district in the United States, New York, megan- Ke- Kelly, with two kids in school, pull them out of school based on what she discovered and it's really alarming and shocking to the extent to which this anti white propaganda is being put on little kids in elementary and in middle school It's like you're crazy,
2: yeah, her kids are young her kids can't be can't be even older than fifth grade, so what's going on here involves really young kids what are what are they trying to do here?
4: Well, it, it's uh, they have a, a, a promotion that's called Reform White Children, and the accused white people are reveling in, in their state-sanctioned depravity and slaughtering black people. I mean, even that is a, a crazy, wow. outstanding statement to make. She uh, revealed also that, <laughs> a lot of information on what she found in the, all of this. The schools have always been left. And she's all right with it, but she was shocked at the extent to which this has gone on. The, the letter that went out by the director of Orleans Public Education Network, which I guess runs the uh, indoctrination going on at the schools in New York, and the host then read excerpts from the letter that asserts that white children in the United States are indoctrinated racist. He goes on to say, that these children are so radical that there's a cop killer sitting in every school class where cho- white children learn. Wow. How about how about telling little kids that? that one of you a, a cop killer. killer
2: or a killer cop? Yeah,
4: a cop killer. Well, a, a killer cop. Killer cop. Excuse me, killer cop, killing white black people. Wow. So they're
2: going to be looking these little kids in the face and telling them that they're that they're a future uh, killer cop.
4: Yeah, think about that for the mentality and they're growing up as adults in the world. Crazy as it is, this is even more extreme. And they said that white children are left unchecked and unbothered in their schools, homes and communities to join, advance and protect systems that take away black life. Good grief.
2: Yeah, I just say. Go ahead. I was starting to say, yeah. I I, I thought this um, person also said that. Uh, that she was tired of white people reveling in their state-sanctioned depravity, snuffing out black life with no consequences. This is this is somebody in charge of, of curriculum and undoing. This is this is undoing whiteness. This is what I talked about recently when I said, "Don't think." No, there was no outrage when the city of Seattle hauled in their white employees and said, "We're going to now do some undoing whiteness, and you need to be prepared to be uncomfortable, to to be physically ma- made physically uncomfortable, give up your property." And be willing to do things to pay back Black people, and nobody seemed to care about that. And now I find out. And I said then, this is going to be across the country. I had even I could not have predicted though that they would be doing this to little kids in school.
4: It's it's really outrageous. It's so, you know they they call us racist, but the only racists I see are these people on the other side, on the left side. Well, of
2: course. Right. And, and do we have any information as to what the curriculum's gonna look like? Because if we see here in California, well, you shared in California when it came to the sex education curriculum, how far they were willing to go to push their agenda to the point to where they're literally recruiting five-year-olds and six-year-olds to transition and shove without parental approval hormone-blocking experimental drugs. So I gotta wonder then, when you hear this kind of crackpot stuff, white children are left unchecked and unbothered, what kind of crackpot stuff are they going to do to these kids?
4: Yeah, it goes on about it even talks about the mothers. Where are the government-sanctioned, sponsored reports looking into how white mothers are raising culturally-deprived <gasps> children
2: who think black death is okay? I mean, you've got to be kidding. Well, let, let's think about that for a moment. I want that to sink into people what you just said. You said government-sponsored reports looking into how white mothers are raising culturally- Deprive children. So what they're talking about is they're talking about wanting government to come into the homes of white people only see yeah. this black lives yeah. matter movement is supposed to be about systemic racism. And here we've got a, a head of a curriculum of a school district basically saying she wants the government to be going in and investigating white mothers. As to how they're raising their children. Basically, they'll want to be able to come into your home. See, this is where you think you, you're laughing that, that the government wants to tell you how many people you can have home for Thanksgiving. Did you think it was going to end there? All of this is about control. And to hear that they want the government to be going in and interrogating white women, white mothers, in order to control how they raise their children. And it, it, it's, and, and it, how are they going to do it? Indoctrination camps? Going to throw them in camps, Bob?
4: I imagine this is a this is the first year it's come out, and they're uh, developing a whole program. I, I'll get a copy of it so we can talk about it in the future. But uh, it's amazing. And then they <laughs> they, they said it's, it's a program called Go Reform White Kids. That's the name of the program, because that's where the problem is with white children being raised from infancy to violate black bodies with no remorse or accountability.
2: Wow! They get this wow! This ticks <laughs> me off. This ticks me it's off. Actually, uh, it's outrageous. And some, you know, what's scary
4: is they're teaching basically black kids that it's okay to kill white kids because they're all these racist kids anyway. And they're terrible to the, to the black people. And that's just, it's a terrible message for the youth. Well, but,
2: well, yeah, because basically what they're saying is, is when we saw these Black Lives Matter rallies where they were burning down businesses and cracking people over the head with two by fours and shooting cops in the head, that they felt justified to do that and entitled to do that. same thing. If you see what happened to these Michigan canvassers that were trying to do their job as Republicans and the mob, how they went after them, how how people were attacked on the streets in D.C. at Trump rallies, the entitlement that they feel right now under their social justice movement, because and, and it's and it doesn't have anything to do with caring about black lives. This is all about power. This is about subjugating white people in this country so that they can get power. And we need to be honest about that. And every American who's listening to me, you need to be delving into your kid's curriculum right now to be routing out if this is anywhere in the curriculum. And you need to be going to your school board the next time there's a meeting and 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 saying that this will not stand and we need to be going to the Trump administration and the Department of Education and Betsy DeVos as long as he's in he's in the administration right now to try to do something to stop this and if Biden takes over holy oh, it, it, oh, oh my god I know <laughs> well what other stories you got for me before my head explodes here anything else you want to share
4: <laughs> well I do have uh, one good point of news oh yes 30 point USA which is a uh, conservative organization that puts uh, conservative groups on campus of colleges around the nation. They just chartered their 1,000th school club in campuses on in the United States. It's wow. A big record for them. And now the membership on the college campuses has reached 300,000. Wow. they the fight against leftists. So we're still against millions, but at least there's serious advancement being made on his part. That's Charlie Kirk and his Operation.
2: Yeah. And Charlie has a show that comes on right after mine at 7 p.m. He is an absolute hero. Uh, he's, uh, my goddaughter worked for him for three years. He's the real deal. They are and they are an incredible organization, going, infiltrating, going behind the scenes enemy camps basically in these college campuses and reaching out and they have had quite an impact because they do it in a really smart way. Big government sucks and they take the labels out and they educate kids as to what's really going on. And it's like pushing a boulder uphill. Um, but they've made a lot of progress and we need to support him in that and I'm glad you brought that to our attention and everybody needs to Stick around and then tune in and listen to Charlie afterwards. And God bless you for everything you're doing, um, Bob. You got any special plans for Thanksgiving?
4: Uh, actually, just Sharon and I are going to be by ourselves and just enjoy the the life. And <laughs> our families are all busy doing something else, so it's okay. We well, we'll enjoy each other's company and be thankful for the for the life we've got, and hopefully we can make it better than it is now.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Great way to leave it. And I thank you for all you're doing. And as horrifying as that story was, you know, we, we've got, you know, if we don't bring some sunlight to it, um, we won't know. And then people won't be able to get involved and do something to stop it. So thank you for what you do. And tell Sharon I said hello. I will. You okay. Take care. You Bye. Have a nice Thanksgiving. Bye, sweetie. Bye-bye. All right. Um, we're going to take a skinny, tiny little break. I, I want to clarify something before I do real quick. Um, I, I, I kind of didn't... F- follow up on and finish up with Tucker Carlson and that story at the top of the hour because he's had another show tonight and and, and my understanding is because I don't watch Fox News at all and, and I'm disappointed with the conservatives you know you can watch Fox News if you want but I'm tired of hearing you complain about it don't watch don't, don't increase the ratings and then come and yammer to me that you hate Fox News because you're contributing to the ratings and if you don't like what's going on at Fox News you're part of the problem if you keep watching um, but evidently he doubled down on it and there's even conservatives that are saying okay Tucker's got a point. She needs to cough up the goods. First of all, she is under no obligation to give any talk show host any evidence whatsoever. Second of all, she did offer evidence to him she as she said to Maria Bartiromo I offered pieces of evidence I offered affidavits I offered him names and that wasn't good enough for him and he got ugly with me he got belligerent he got rude and demanding and I told him not to contact me again she is under no obligation to give anybody anything and oh by the way let me remind all you conservatives out there because I know you're old enough to remember 2000 that Al Gore and Bush it took 36 days and as I said the other night we didn't have smartphones then what's with this impatience We waited a lot longer for basically nothing compared to the complicated legalities that are going on here. Did you not watch Jenna Ellis yesterday? In fact, it's practically practically she was talking to Tucker Carlson when she said that the amount of what we're dealing with here would typically in the the normal course of, of the legal justice system would take years to bring this case. And you're yammering that you want all of our evidence today? Are you kidding me? Let me wrap it up by saying this as we go into the final segment with Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. If she didn't have the goods, all you conservatives out there questioning, Dominion wouldn't be on the lamb. They would have already been refuted it. They would have been on Tucker Carlson. And oh, by the way, does, is he, did he complain tonight that he reached out to the Dominion executives and none of them refused to come on the show and provide any evidence that Sidney Powell had her head up her hiney? No. Dominion wouldn't be on the lamb. Dominion would be all over the media saying this woman's a kook. Here's the evidence. We didn't do anything wrong. We're going to take a break. We come back. He's almost ruining my good mood hearing about that turning point. (laughs) I'm still in a good mood because this is still the greatest country in the world. But we got to fight to keep us.
0: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E.
3: News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Henry Kay show. Um, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention to Kevin, to talk about when I had Kevin Kylie on the show. Um, Gavin Newsom's new uh, restrictions, uh, DJ Potato scans. He, he carved out some exemptions, of course. Gu- guess who's exempted from this curfew? Can't hear you, i
3: I'm going to guess either Democrats or government officials.
2: No Hollywood, the entertainment oh, industry. Of course, because they're great. They they
3: have you know they have their pulse and they're immune to COVID.
2: Welcome to Hollywood. Yeah. I wonder
3: if James Hurston is uh, immune to this. Uh, oh yeah. You we. Know.
2: You know, I got to tell you honestly, I'm grateful because I got family in the entertainment business, and I've got one family member of mine that actually, you know. I had lunch with recently that this was going to severe, severely hurt him and damage him uh financially. Um but you know uh, w- how can you have exemptions? Either coronavirus is so deadly that anybody comes in contact with it is going to drop dead or it's or, not. it's or it's not. This is like you can't go to church in San Diego but you can go to a strip club. Oh restaurants we got to shut down restaurants because they're, they they the percentage of contra- uh, contracting it or you don't know when you get it. When you get the flu do you have any idea where you got it?
3: No idea, and you then by no the time idea. that you, you're you're really sick, you forget where you've been anyway, and there
2: you, you have no idea. Chances are, if you went to a restaurant that day, you also maybe pumped gas, maybe you went to CVS, maybe you went you know dropped your kids off somewhere. You know you were around other people. Hey, at least if Beyonce this wants a midnight
3: burrito, she can get one.
2: It, yeah, exactly. Uh, so this is just absolutely nonsense. Um, but speaking of Hollywood, um, a major award is going out. Um, <laughs> I almost can't say this without laughing, uh, but but it's but it's horrifying at the same time. But that's Hollywood and Democrats. Andrew Governor Andrew Cuomo is oh, what gonna, a
3: great perfor- performer he is. Yes,
2: he's going to receive an international Emmy Award. I didn't even know there was such a thing as an international Emmy. I guess um, I, I, I guess um, being uh, hypocritical, lying, skeevy. Uh, nipple ring wearing fool, you know, or deserves an international award. Uh, He's getting an international Emmy quote in recognition of his leadership during the COVID-19 pandemic and his masterful use of television (laughs) to inform and calm people around the world. Um, Calm people around the world. Let me give you an example. This this was just today. So the restrictions work. And just to make it very simple, if you socially distanced and you wore a mask and you were smart, None of this would happen. It's all self-imposed. If he didn't eat the cheesecake, you wouldn't have a weight problem. It's all self-imposed. That's the kind of glorious TV that's earning him this international award. But there were cynics today, potato skins that were one that that basically were saying, "Kill the most people in, in the country, and you get an award from Hollywood." Ooh, but it's true. It's true. You know, truth who, hurts, don't it? it? Yeah, I think he should get a statue for every senior citizen he murdered.
3: Hey, come to New York. I Remember, that's what Pelosi was saying. Come to New York. It's yeah. great. Uh, how'd that work out for you guys?
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. How about how how about the uh, you could you couldn't go visit any senior in a nursing home in part because that's where they were shoving all the six seniors, taking them out of hospitals. We had we had an empty makeshift hospital in Central Park that sat empty while he specifically directed six seniors with covid to be taken sent to nursing homes. And that's who Hollywood is is celebrating tonight. Um. Anyway, I've got something to celebrate. I am approaching, and this is true, I am approaching the first year of my entire life in which I have not had to take an antibiotic for either an ear ear infection or an upper respiratory infection or sinus infection. And What's this the reason is true. for that? This is true. I can't prove it. But I, I genuinely believe that it's balanced in nature that I boosted my immune system. I mean, I had tubes in my ears from the time I was an infant. I literally lived my life in the South before I moved here, taking sinus pills every four hours of my life. This is the first year I have not had to take an antibiotic. I, I don't have to live at the ear, nose and throat doctor like I have my entire life. And this is absolutely true. So I'm telling everybody as we go into Black Friday, everybody's starting to do their Christmas shopping. How about you send some family members that you're, how about instead of yammering to them, complaining to them about whether they wear a mask. How about you send them some balance in nature? I can't prove that it's going to do anything to boost their immune system. But we all know that if you eat your fruits and veggies, right? And and every doctor
3: you and I have talked to says the whole solution to this COVID thing, not the solution, but to make it a lot more doable for you to get through it boost your immune system people
2: well th- we know we know who it's killing now we know who it's killing covid we know who the flu kills those with compromised immune systems and when it comes to covid those um that are obese and uh diabetic and have other underlying health issues it's still a 99.5 percent recovery but anyway go to balance use the discount code health free shipping right now and 35 percent off preferred orders so breaking news don jr Tested for coronavirus, and I don't need I don't need to see a tweet every time somebody gets tested positive. We're we're testing people all over the place, you know. I don't I also don't want to hear if you tested positive for PMS, pink eye, or whether or not you got a hangnail. I don't need to hear about it.
3: It's kind of like some of those Facebook posts. Hey, I just got a hangnail.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't need to hear about it. So let's get into a couple of my overall here of the week is is Sidney Powell Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, my runner up is Ricky Ricky Schroeder the actor Ricky Schroeder. Oh, what did he do? What he did was he contributed to call Rittenhouse's bail. He's the young kid who shot a couple of people in self-defense on the street. Lynn Wood is representing him and the actor Ricky Schroeder helped get him out of jail. And it it was a two million dollar bail. That warms my heart. That warms my heart, too. Um, and my stink of the week is, is anybody, especially Tucker Carlson, who was, who is calling, uh, Sidney Powell and the rest of the team a hoax. Amen, sister. Yeah. Anyway, love you all. We'll see you Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out.